WHOV 88.1 FM welcomes you to the pastor's study. The pastor's study in any church is a place where the pastor can go to collect his thoughts, study God's word, and develop ideas and thoughts on what direction the church needs to take. The pastor's study is where research is done on various topics. Missions are brought to the forefront and salvation is formed. The pastor's study on WHOV is a talk show that allows you, the listener, to come inside and to find out more about the ministers in the area and the good works they are doing across the region, the nation, and the world. Hosted by Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church in Newport News, the pastor study is now open to the public. So come on in and find out what plans God has for his shepherds and his people. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. And welcome to the Pastor Study here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church live in the studio. A beautiful day outside today here on the campus of Hampton University. And uh, we thank God for you taking time out of your schedule to listen to our broadcast. Certainly we pray that you had a beautiful and wonderful Resurrection Sunday morning. Hopefully you went somewhere to celebrate Uh, The resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ By far the most important day in the Christian calendar Not Christmas Day But Resurrection Sunday The day that he got up and destroyed death, sin, and the grave And uh, if you're listening to our show for the very first time This show is designed to talk about relevant issues that affect our community We talk about it from various perspectives And uh, much like the pastor's study is in the church It's the place where the pastor goes and prays and seeks Uh, God for direction and understanding of how to provide solutions to the ills that uh, affect our congregations. And and we try to invite uh, people to come on the air and form and share their opinion. And uh, we're very excited about the show and what it's been doing thus far. We are extremely excited today uh, about our guest and we're going to jump right in. We do have a guest with us. He's a national author uh, of the book that is entitled Brainwashed. He has been in the marketing industry uh, for a number of years, over 40 years. As a matter of fact, he has been uh, inducted into the Advertising Hall of Fame. Uh, he res- he's from Chicago, and his name is uh, Tom Burrell, and he uh, wrote the book Brainwashed, and it is challenging the myth of black inferiority. And so, Mr. Burrell, first of all, we say a uh, very pleasant good afternoon to you, and thank you for being on the show today. Well, good, good afternoon, Pastor. It's my pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. And, and maybe for those who don't really know who you are, uh, could you give us kind of a brief background of who you are, how you became involved in the marketing industry, and really what led you to write this compelling book? Well, I, I, uh, I, I got into the advertising agency business back in 1960 when uh, there was uh, a rarely a blackface scene in the advertising agency agency business. I certainly was the first here in Chicago back in, 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 in those days, and I worked for 11 years in other agencies before I started my own back in 1971. 
Uh, I started the agency at the uh, about in the center of what you would call the Black Power movement, the Black is Beautiful movement, the Black Pride movement uh, that came out of the civil rights struggle. Uh, and it was that uh, movement that led to the the idea that 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 black people uh, were unique and it was okay to be uh, different. Up until that point, we were basically trying to struggle to assimilate uh, into into uh, the white world, and and it was only because of this whole black is beautiful idea that we were able to start our business because it was based on a, a phrase that I I coined called black black people are not dark skinned white people, and it, it led into the study of African American culture and. Uh, starting uh, to study African Americans as consumers it was there that I really understood that uh, we indeed were unique in the terms of, uh, in terms of how we how we uh, behaved and how we uh, how our attitudes uh, were formed in this country just based on the fact that we came here uh, differently from any other group of people that is against our will and into enslavement uh, so it was that study of the African American consumer that led to my uh, thinking about writing this book, because I could not understand after all of these years uh, why, despite our triumphs over adversity, why were we still let at languish? I you could say languishing at the top of the bad list. Uh, almost all the bad lists, homicide, uh, incarceration, dropout rates, uh, out of uh, wedlock, childbirth, you know, all going all the way down the line. What was it that was causing this? And then I realized that what had happened is that America basically had sold uh, us a bill of goods, a, a big lie. The, the myth of black inferiority had been basically sold to us through the media and through propaganda delivered in that media. And uh, the book is really about how that occurred, what the manifestations of that are, uh, what the roots of that are in, in, in slavery, and more importantly, what the solutions are to getting out of this whole myth of black inferiority. We're talking with uh, Mr. Tom Burrell. He's the author of the book Brainwashed, Challenging the Myth of Black Inferiority. And let me say that, uh, Mr. Burrell, I did go through some of the uh, parts of your book. And, and I was just, you know, being a young African-American and just kind of going through and how you traced a lot of our ills back to slavery and how some of those uh, thought processes are still in play today. Uh, how a lot of uh, media images, even today, perpetuate these types of uh, inferiority complexes. I, I was truly uh, blown away. One of the things that you do in the book is that you raise uh, a series of questions uh, in each chapter. Yeah. And one one of the things, uh, for those who, who may not be familiar with the book, chapter um, two is the question, why can't we as African Americans form strong families? Uh, yeah. Chapter three is... Why do we conform to black stereo sexual stereotypes and why are black and beautiful still contradictions on and on? And and so I guess 
with you being in the in the marketing and advertising industry, can you kind of give us uh, an idea of how the media really has gone to great lengths to, to make sure that we are, in fact, considered inferior compared to other ethnic groups in our country? Right. And, and you know, and I think the, the first thing that we need to do is to, to understand why it was necessary uh, to 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 wage this campaign. It was an economic imperative coming out of the fact, and it was a political imperative, because this country was formed as a democracy. Democracy meant all men are created equal. That was the, the whole, that was the big idea. That was the big marketing idea behind America, is that this is going to be a democracy. Well, the problem is that there were a lot of people who felt like we could not have a democracy without slavery. That's a contradiction. In anybody's mind, absolutely. You know? So, how do you how can you, how do you reconcile that contradiction, that profound contradiction? Well, somebody came up with this fantastic idea. It was an idea that made it okay to enslave another group of people. Let's not call them people. Let's make sure that we we make the claim that these are something less than human human beings. And if we can if we can sell that, then we can go on with this democracy idea, and that's what they did. They came up with the idea that blacks were indeed inherently uh, inferior. Now, having made the claim, that's that's just the beginning of the campaign. And whenever you're dip, dip, putting together a marketing campaign, you come up with a big idea. Now you got to substantiate it. Now you got to execute. Now you got to put the programs together. You got to do the ads. And that's where the real damage began. That's where the real, the, 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 the real psychological enslavement, which was much worse than the physical enslavement, began. And it was projected in every form of communications there was, in fact, including and especially the Bible, starting at the very beginning, and through text, through postcards, through, through newspapers, through through all of the writings of the of the of the enlightenment thinkers that they could pull out and say hey this proves the the, the inferiority theory and as media developed over the years and over the centuries then it it was that the message was incorporated into all of the emerging media including up to today in television movies and even the the internet and the, even uh, the video games. So it is a central part of the messaging that goes out to us on a constant basis. And it's so pervasive that we don't even notice it anymore. And it is so pervasive uh, that we, as in any good brainwashing, uh, uh, procedure, we took over our own victimization. We took it over. At, the, at, the, at one point, uh, with comedians, the white comedians got on the stage as minstrels and put on black cork and imitated and mimicked and ridiculed black people. At some point, we said, okay, you guys don't have to do that anymore. We'll be happy to do it for you, Massa. We'll go up and we will ridicule ourselves, and we will ridicule each other, and you guys can just basically sit there and, you know, and take your cut 
of of the uh, uh, of the gate, and we will t- carry out this job for you. It was done in all these areas that you speak of. It was done in the area of comedy. It was it was done in the area of, of what we we have a chapter called homicide. At 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 one point, white people were killing us. At, at a greater rate than we could kill ourselves. As a matter of fact, it was illegal for us to kill, you know, we, we would, because we were property. So at some point we said, okay, you guys, you, KKK, you guys can go home, retire. We will take care of it. And now we are 95% rate of African-Americans killed, 95%. Of them are killed by other African Americans. We're killing each other, right. absolutely, and it's it's a terrible thing. You're right, as you mentioned, how it has shifted, and you know, again, from what you had mentioned from the start, that uh, even the advertising, the first forms of advertising in our country, were selling African American slaves to to other slave owners. That's how it started, and then even what you mentioned about the Bible and uh, the myth of this blue eyed. Uh, straight-haired version of Jesus, how that perpetuated into uh, our own thinking. Isn't, isn't, isn't that an amazing transformation? Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, Jesus was nowhere near near Europe, was he? No, no, he was not. No, he was uh, not. You know, and, and, and it, it accepted. And uh, we just had an experience where we were talking to an elderly woman, a black woman, uh, about this. And, she, and her thing was now. Wait a minute now. Don't don't you be messing with my white Jesus now. Right. Because you know, don't 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 be going there. And, and it was nothing, uh, Mister Burrell, to go into even my grandmother's house, and and you know it was standard uh, for for maybe not standard, but maybe it was accepted in that generation. People would go in. You would have that picture of Jesus uh, on every wall. Somebody had a picture. And and every time you look at it, you would think, okay, this this God, this God that came in the flesh doesn't look like me but i am to worship and in that kind of image and and how that has impacted us uh you you have to assume that if jesus is the son of god and jesus is white then this this is what the syllogistic thing is uh, you know thinking that god god is white i mean you don't have to say it all you need to do is make is, is show the son of god is white and there you are Right, and, and Mr. Burrell, also, one, one chapter I do want to mention, and for those who are just tuning in, we're talking to Tom Burrell, author of the book Brainwashed, and I am encouraging every person, and we'll ask Mr. Burrell a little bit later, how can we get a copy, especially for pastors and leaders uh, of our community, to help us to understand why there is so much dysfunction uh, within the African-American community, and he and he points out uh, 10 compelling questions that we, we need to answer uh, uh, as it relates to African-Americans and how we view things. But one chapter I want to mention very quickly, Mr. Burrell, is chapter 7, which says, why can't we stop shopping? Mm-hmm. And and one of the things is is that uh, obviously we make up about 12 to 13% of the United States population, We, which means we have about $800 billion, I think you said in your book. We contribute mm-hmm. about $800 billion uh, to our economy, but yet we are still the poorest uh, ethnic group uh, in in the United States, uh, you know, we spend more. We don't save uh, for college. We like to wear things uh, that show us mm-hmm. how much we're worth. Right. Can you kind of trace for us, you know, as, as an advertiser, how did that come about in our community that we have gotten to the point where we feel like as African-Americans, we have to show our worth 
by what we wear, what we drive, as opposed right. to having it in the bank. Now, we, we were trained to be the nation's scavengers. What we do is we consume, we eat up, we, we, the, 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 the garbage that is, that, that is created uh, in this country in the form of disposable, depreciating uh, goods. That's what we do. We don't, we don't make it. We don't market it. We don't, you know, we don't, uh, we don't distribute it. We consume it. And what, what that is designed to do is basically to keep us out of power. The, the origin of that whole need to show off that we are somebody comes from the fact that we were basically stripped. We were stripped of all status in this country when we came here. And we came here with, with nothing, no traces of our, our, our culture. Our, it was by, by the time uh, the slave trade ended, we didn't know who we were. And what was imprinted on us is that in a materialistic society, in order to be somebody, you had to have material. And we have gone about the business since then of trying to prove our somebodiness by buying it and wearing it and showing it off. So we, we can be... We can come to church and look good on Sunday. We can drive something very nice to the church. But in reality, we have no money to pass on to our children in the event of death. We have nothing to help to educate them for college because basically our, our net worth is on us. Right. And, and that's the real challenge. We, and, yeah, we, we carry it around with us and we drive it around. So, and that's because, you know, people can't see stock certificates. I mean, you know, you put them away somewhere. You can't wear, you don't wear stock certificates. And, uh, you know, that's, that is the, that, that's the first thing that I, I understood when I started studying uh, the African-American consumer market because that's what, what, what my business is about. Why do we consume so inordinately uh, when it comes to high uh, name brand uh, products? Absolutely. And you, know? you, and you can go into any mall, and the majority of the stores in the mall are sneaker stores or, or music stores that certainly cater to the African-American uh, population, the type of music that you listen to when they walk in the stores. All of that is encouraging uh, us to buy more of their goods. Uh, but, Mr. Burrell, uh, we're almost out of time, but there are a couple of things I do want to ask you before uh, you go. And, again, thank you again for coming on the broadcast today. It's, it's, it's my pleasure, and it's, and it's absolutely you know imperative that we, we speak out on this. Absolutely. The first question I want to ask you is for those who are listening, how can they get a copy of the book? Is there a website? Well, the, book is, the book is readily available uh, on, on, on Amazon.com. It's available at bookstores, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, Borders, uh, leading bookstores, and even uh, other bookstores. They, they, can, they can order it. Uh, but it's readily available, and it is, it's, it, it, the book was written to be read, to be used by the broad cross-section of, of our population. We're not, ta we're not talking about, you know, uh, it, it, was, it was written to be read and understood and, and talked about.
it, it, it's written as a, a reference book to be used. It's a paperback book. It's sixteen dollars somewhere in that neighborhood. Amazon probably even has it uh, as, as as a discount. We we want people to to read it and to talk about it, discuss it. This is the book is not the end. The book is the beginning. Absolutely, and and I, you have my word that uh, some of the things that you mentioned in the book are things that we already have discussed on the show. But you have given more credence uh, to our our issues in our community and certainly you have my word that uh, as a part of our show we will use excerpts from your book uh, to promote more dialogue uh, within our community that's the first thing uh, the yeah. second thing if you could talk about uh, again very quickly is that you have also created a a an idea called the resolution project i've created an idea called the resolution project and out of that also comes our website stop the brainwash.com correct where we want people to go to and and see what we're doing and and come with ideas come with observations we need we need watchdogs we need people who can who are, the way that we're talking about combating all these centuries of negative images is to to come back with a bombardment of positive images and with the new technology uh, available to us today we can do that and we can recover faster than it took us to get into this. So go to StopTheBrainwash.com. The Resolution Project is an organization dedicated to er eradicating race-based self-esteem deficiency. And right. that's, that's what we're basically about, and we're going to stick with that until we resolve this issue. We're not talking about treating it. I will not be happy until we are at the top of the good list. Mr. Burr... Mr. Burrell, I want to thank you again. And again, for those who are tuning in, Mr. Tom Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L, -L, please go to Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, wherever you go to buy books and get this book. It's called Brainwashed, Challenging the Myth of Black Inferiority. Uh, Mr. Burrell has been in the advertising industry for over 45 years. He's an inductee in the Advertising Hall of Fame, and he explains in great detail how images how advertising since slavery since we arrived in the 1600s here in the united states have perpetuated this myth of black inferiority even today to where we see a lot of the the videos and the music industry and all of that that still is perpetuating this myth today we encourage you to go get the book also please go to stop the brainwash.com uh because again mr burrell is trying to lead an effort uh, to promote more positive African-American images and, and, and things that we see and hear uh, through the media. So, Mr. Burrell, again, it's a pleasure uh, to have you on the show, and we thank you for your time, and hopefully we can get you back on soon to uh, discuss more issues. Absolutely. I look, I, look, I look forward to that. Very good. That's, once again, Mr. Tom Burrell, uh, author of the book Brainwash, Challenging the Myth of black inferiority we're going to take a break right here and when we come back on the other side of the break jerry good is in studio with us our certified fitness trainer who comes on the show and you know what that means when he comes he has some goodies that he wants to share with us we'll talk to him on the other side of the break here on whov 88.1 fm listen eden is kingdom and eden mindset is a kingdom mindset let me hear you where my eden citizens at where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. 
And welcome back to the Pastor Study here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Pastor Kevin Swan in studio. If you are tuning in to us, and we certainly hope that you are, you can certainly also connect with us on Facebook uh, under the Pastor Study. Or you can also visit us on Twitter uh, at the Pastor Study, all one word. And also, we have a new email address uh, that we'll be giving out today. Uh, the email address is TPS, TPS, which stands for The Pastor Study, TPS at KevinSwan.org. And that's K E V I N S W A N N dot O R G. If you just are now tuning in, you missed a wonderful treat we had at the beginning of the show. National author Tom Burrell, who is in the advertising industry, been in it for the last. 45 years, uh, wrote a book entitled Brainwashed, Challenging the Myth of Black Inferiority. If you want to hear the broadcast or his interview later on today, uh, the show will be on uh, kevinswan.org, the website. You can certainly tune in uh, to it, listen to the uh, interview in its entirety. Certainly also we encourage you to pick up the book, amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com and other places of which you can go to get it. Uh, it is a wonderful book, really answers the questions, why some of the things that we're doing today as African-Americans, how some of the inferiority complexes, why we spend money the way we do, all kinds of things that you will find very interesting in the book. I do encourage you to pick it up. Also on this Sunday, the Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock, at the Peninsula Family Skating Center in Newport News, uh, Kevin Swan Ministries will be having a skating party, uh, and so it is open to the public. Uh, it's just $3 for admission. Uh, the time is from 5 to 7 p.m. That's 307 Main Street in Newport News. Uh, we do invite all of you who want to come out and have some young people. We do realize that it's spring break for, for most of the young people. Uh, certainly, we want you to come out on this Sunday uh, from 5 to 7 at the Peninsula Skating Rink, 307 Main Street in the city of Newport News. We do have with us again today our regular contributor to the show. He's helping us. The weather is getting nice outside. And that means, unfortunately, people are starting to wear all kinds of clothes that they have absolutely no business wearing. But they are anyhow. And uh, Jerry Good is here, certified fitness trainer. He's going to help us to understand how we can get our bodies in shape for the summer. Summer's right around the corner, Jerry. And so first of all, we say good afternoon to you and thank you for coming back on the show. Um, once again, I'm glad to be here and very humbled. And I'm in the presence of a great Pastor Swan who's always leading by example. Um, and it's just a pleasure. And one of the things I want to talk about, like I said, we're ready to get for the summertime. We're ready to get ready. But one of the things I want to talk about is the difference between organic food and processed food. Um, I was looking at a CD, I mean, DVD it was given to me called Food, Inc. And it's explaining to you the reason why obesity is going through the roof. A lot of it deal with direct correlation of our food we eat, and it's not breaking down properly in our body. Um, I had one example of how we don't question things. Um, I had a young lady come to GNC one time, and she said um, she was struggling with her weight. And she came to me and said um, she questioned everything about the product I was about to sell. She said, what is this? I explained it to her. I said, this is the covering, sucralosis to come covering over, um, the sucralosis are covering over the peel. She said, well, I don't understand. I'm not going to take it. And I said to her, I said, well, do you go to any fast food restaurant and ask them whether or not, okay, what is in this product? You know, um, can tell me what's in this product. 
and then have that same passion with those people and tell them, okay, I'm not going to take it because the ingredients are in there. Now, she paused and she had to think about that. And that's a lot of things we don't think about. We, do, uh, we don't think about the fact of what are we eating? You know, why don't we question these things about the food that's going in our body? Now, on this DVD explains that any child born by the year 2000 on up, you have a one in three chance that they will get pre-diabetes. In the African-American community, it's one in two child's children born at the age um, from 2000 above that's going to become um, diabetic. Now, you got to think about that question. Now, 50 years ago, that wasn't the same thing. You know, so why is it so different? In 50 years, we've gotten more diseases than we ever before. You know, there's something dealing with the correlation of the food we eat. So that's why I say organic means that normally it's 10 years of where that particular farm has not had any pesticides or any chemicals in it. So that means you're going to get it grown properly. Um, that's one of the things about dealing with organic. Now, dealing with juices, you got to look at the fact that if you have fruit juice and then you have 100% juice. There's a two difference between fruit juice and 100% juice. Um, also, some of the indicators when you look at a soda, it says no sugar. Now, it might say no sugar, but if you turn around the back, it has the fake sugar. Fake sugar is worse than anything. That's worse than the real sugar. So that is a true statement for people. Also, now they're saying that corn is just a cheap crop to grow. So 80% of a corn is derived, of 80% of the corn syrup, the fructose, all of this is in our products that we eat. So 80% of the stuff that you buy in the store has some um, direct correlation of corn syrup. Now, you got to realize corn is easy to make, but also it's high glycemic. You know what I mean? High glycemic means that when you go to restaurants, and most of the time they have bread. They have the pastas, white rice. Those are cheap things they can make, and all of them derive from corn. You know, so these are the things I want to explain to you today is that we have to question these things, Okay. And if we want our children to live, we have to develop great habits now. And we have to lead by example. So exercising, um, one of the things we're going to focus on is the fish body oil. Fish body oil helps with your cholesterol, helps with your joints. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's all about prevention, you know, and that's the key. When you have a baby, a woman has a baby, all she needs is to eat right, and it supplies all its needs. You don't have to give that baby any medication to grow in a mother's womb. So why can't we live on the earth and be healthy with just the things we have on the earth? We're talking with certified fitness trainer Jerry Good, who is with us, and uh, he is also the store manager of GNC over in Military Circle Shopping Center. And when he comes every two weeks, he, I mean, he just gives us the information and, and he tells it like it is, and we certainly appreciate that. Well, one thing I want to go back to to what you said, Jerry, you said in the, af, those children born after the year 2000, in the African-American community, have a one in two chance of developing diabetes later on in life. My, my question is, we, we do see that our, our young women, our young men are developing much faster. If you go down uh, and I'm looking at middle school children, I'm looking at even my own daughter who's nine. And I'm looking at middle school children and I'm saying to myself, these these middle school children look like high school children. And then the high school children look like grown men and women is that because of what's in the foods that's contributing to them developing at at such a faster rate help us to understand what what's going on um yes that is derived from the food um give you some examples um in this dvd um the documentary um called food inc um is stating that a cow is supposed to eat grass 
they feed the cows corn because it's cheap. So what that does, that's where the E. coli lies in the cow. So when they um, feed these cows corn, that makes them expand because that's high starch. Now, when they eat grass, that makes them live healthier. Um, when they put the cows with corn, that makes them grow at an extremely um, high rate. And so if they develop this um, thing called E. coli, we cannot, you know, a lot of people die of that disease. So a lot of times they have to take it off the market. But now there's so many big businesses involved as far as dealing with that complete industry. But, you know, um, when they put the different ingredients in them, so whatever they put in them is what you're getting. Now, if the, the cow was raised with grass, number one, grass, what that does, that cleans your system out. That's what his body is naturally supposed to do. So when, if he's taking corn all the time and these high starches, even though the, um, the cow can be mass produced, but it's not giving you the nutrients and the proper things that you need as a child. So basically what you're saying is when we go to, to eat at fast food restaurant, right? And let's say we eat a burger. The burger comes from the cow. The cow may have been given corn instead of grass because the, the farmer needs the cow to grow faster so that they can be slaughtered quicker, so that they can make money faster to get the food out to the consumer so we can eat more of it. And, and what the cow is eating and the ingredients is what's causing our young people to develop faster and all of these illnesses, diabetes and all these things. This is the reason why it's happening. Is that what you're saying? Um, that is correct. Um, I want to give you an analogy about, you know, the master copy has to be correct because you can't take a master copy of an album and a CD and produce. If it's messed up, it's going to produce messed up products. That's the same thing with Christ in us. That's the first thing most people see is Christ like that lives in us. You know, Pastor Swan and Mrs. Swan, they lead by example. I see the Christ in them every day. So that makes me draw near to everything they're doing. So the same thing with these companies. If the head of the company does not have any moral standards and he's running a company where it's all about money, do you think he could care about whether or not, okay, if it takes me, they say to take a chicken, it's supposed to take three months to do it, you know, to actually groom that chicken. They're doing it within um, four weeks. I mean, they're doing it within a short period of time. So if you're taking you, um, it's taking it three months and they're doing it within a month. And also, too, they don't, the chickens, the way they raise them, you know, they force them out there. They don't give them no sunlight. They do the things to push them through this assembly line. So, therefore, the stress that they're receiving and all those things goes into our body as well. Because it's when they say it's, you are what you eat, and that's true. So, Jerry, you, you, you're scaring us, man. Because <laughs> we like chicken and, and, and we like beef. And we understand that these things, are, you know, chicken and beef, cows are being processed much faster. So the question is now at this point, what can we eat that's healthy? I, th I think that's what you want to talk about today, about organic food. And maybe you can educate the listening audience and tell us what is the difference between organic and, and regular food? Why is organic more beneficial to us and to our bodies? Now, when you have organic food, um, that's saying that, like what I was saying before, is that food has been prepared and it's been no pesticides. That's just like somebody saying, you know, you're spraying a roach and it gets on your apple. You're not going to take that apple unless you rinse it off thoroughly. So that's the same thing with these pesticides. These pesticides get into you little by little. If they're not organic, a lot of times you got to see the other, turn the label around. What other ingredients do these products have? And now, stuff like the spinach, like I say, I always focus on spinach. Um, last night I got a whole thing of tilapia. Tilapia got a lot of mega threes in it. Tilapia makes you know once you cook that tilapia, you can do the spinach leaves, sautéed and stuff like that, which has the greens. Now what we can do, and um, we can also be, make our own gardens. 
you know, in the future, my, my company, Body by JG, that's the, the goal we want to have. You know, the question is, I always tell people, the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. It doesn't say I can do some things. So if I can do all things, that means why can I have a garden? You know, why can't we push ourselves? It's cheaper. You know, because why is it I can go to the dollar menu, get a ham double stack. But yet when I go to the grocery line, get a cucumber, it's more than a double stack. So you're making people choose that, okay, I got a family. And I always relate to the fact that I know a lot of people seen a temptation movie. If you looked at a temptation movie, they had one family, one income. Look how big the house was. They um, ate food at the dinner table. We don't do that anymore. We live in a nation. Either you got money, but you don't have time. And if you don't have money, I mean, if you don't, if you have time, you don't have the money. So that's the kind of nation we're living in now. So for those who, who are in this kind of scenario, you know, maybe there's a single mom listening who, you know, having to, you know, once I get off work, I'm having to scramble around. Kids have activities. I got to get them to this. And sometimes by the time I get home, I'm too tired, frankly, to cook uh, a decent meal or a healthy meal. What are some options that can be done to help people eat as healthy as they can in this. And, and let's be honest, we're in a much more fast paced environment that that's just where, where it is now. What are some things we can do? Where can we go to eat? Are there any fast food restaurants or any things at the fast food restaurants that we can eat that would be more healthy than the double stack or the, some of the other things that are, that are less healthy for us? Well, a lot of these restaurants, um, they're going to the fact they have salads, they have different things on the menu that you can choose. But the question is, is that if I'm a business owner, you know, why would I change? If nine out of ten of my consumers eating hamburgers, why would I have salads on the menu all the time? Until we make the people change, they're not going to change. Why would they change? So um, what you can do to prepare your meals, you can grill your meals, all your food at one time and put it in different containers. Therefore, you have a stack of different containers. So as you're ripping and running, instead of saying, OK, I'm going to give my son a, a, a microwave dinner that might have it's 99 cent to buy. But yet it has 1500 milligrams of sodium. You know, I can have these meals already prepared and actually um, have them warm it up and heat it up. And it's already prepared. Now, a lot of times, you know, a parent say, well, they don't like it. But you got to realize you're the parent, you know. And so and that's how things happen is that we either be the leaders and do things that are right, not necessarily as far as with them. It's, and, and it's everything dealing with moderation. Um, so if you prepare your foods in advance, um, the days you are off, you know, you can do a lot of grilling and have those things in containers. Then it'll make it a lot easier for you during the week where it'll save you money and also you have things prepared. Once again, we're talking with certified fitness trainer Jerry Good, and uh, he is the store manager of GNC, a military circle shopping center. And whenever he comes, he comes every other week. But whenever he comes, he comes and he brings lots of goodies with him. And so I'm looking at some of the things that he has uh, brought with him today. Number one, he's brought uh, a large bottle of soft cap fish oil. Uh, and so for those who are listening, Jerry, and, and not familiar with fish oil, what I mean, we've heard about it. Omega-3, you talked about it. What what really is the benefit of, of taking this type of supplement to help with our bodies? Okay, now, fish oil, like I said, is derived from fish. You, people ask the question, the biggest thing in the past, your parents, sometimes as you're older, they give you car liver oil. Now, car liver is a car liver fish, and that produces omega-3s. Fish oil produces omega-3s. Then you have salmon oil, which produces omega-3. That's just specifying what particular um, fish is coming from. Now, what the fish oil does is, as I initially started off, is always talking about, and the first time I was on the show, it's all about blood flow. 
Now, the based on the arteries, you know, fish oil is an anti-inflammatory. A lot of people have um, problems with their joints. A lot of people have back pains. A lot of times back pains come from a weak back, but also weak abs. Now, what fish oil does is an anti-inflammatory. And, you know, I, I love movies, so I, I try to get back to the analogies. And back in the day, um, when Temptations movie, when Blue came to the doctor, and he said, man, just give me the cortisol shot. Now, cortisol is injecting your body for an anti-inflammatory for that temporary fix. Now, first thing he said, if you do this cortisol, um, your knees are going to be the least of your problem. So what he was saying is that when you do cortisol, it's actually um, tearing your liver up. But this is the natural form of anti-inflammatory. Now, you got to take it on a daily basis. Now, I um, always tell people we, at GNC we have a product called the Triple Strength Fish Oil. Um, a lot of people don't like taking a lot of pills. Um, this particular one, we have also a soft cap, which has 300 omega-3s and out of 1,000 milligrams. Now, the Triple Strength, out of that 1,000 milligrams, you have 900 milligrams so, of omega-3s. Um, so you don't have to take but one compared to three of the other. Also, it's been inquired that you have a light coating of fatty acids on top of your brain. So it increases brain flow, you know, as far as your memory enhancement. So it's just like putting more hard drive space in your memory. Also, it helps with the clogged arteries, you know, it helps with your joints. It helps with blood pressure, cholesterol, because just like that car, if you don't change the oil and it heats up, you can have a problem. So if it goes against the bad fat, it helps produce good fat because when you go to the doctor, you have good and bad cholesterol. So this produces the good cholesterol to combat the bad cholesterol. All right, so fish oil does all of those things you're saying. Blood flow helps with memory retention, uh, and it helps with just overall general health with your joints. So when you're waking up in the morning, you're not feeling as creaky, uh, but you can feel much better because your joints have been lubricated. The fish oil is what's going to help you to do that. So that's a part of what you're going to give out today. You also have five-hour energy. Now, we've seen these commercials, Jerry, about the five-hour energy and, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll be honest, I've been skeptical about these these five hour energy uh, drinks. Do these things work? And first of all, are they healthy and are they safe to drink? Um, yes, they do work. Now, the question, some people don't sleep. So it's not a booster where you working. Um, you think you're going to stay up 24 hours a day and take this five energy. You're going to be boosted up. Um, it's the ones that we have right here are decaffeinated, so don't have the caffeine. What it does, it has the B vitamins. B vitamins help with your um, nervous system. Also, B vitamins give you natural energy. And that's the difference between taking energy drinks with a lot of sugar. Sugar is high glycemic, so once you take it, you get that crash. And once you get that crash, then you get the headaches because your body gets addicted to it. The five-hour energy um, is going to give you that five hours of energy, but it's not going to give you that crash that most other things going to give you. All right, so we have fish oil in this bag. We have a five-hour energy, and then we have some other uh, vitamin C, some like healthy kind of snack type of things, and, and these have antioxidant power. Now, here's what we're going to do in the interest of time. Normally, we have you to call in. First 10 callers, normally you get this uh, prize pack. Today, because we are releasing our new email address, TPS. At kevinswan.org, TPS, which stands for the Pastor Study, at kevinswan.org. First 10 people to email that address with your name, cell phone number, and address. Name, cell phone number, and address to TPS at kevinswan.org. You will receive uh, this prize pack. Compliments of Jerry Good, uh, Body by JG, and certainly GNC. Uh, as well. So again, first 10 people to email T P 
PS, which stands for the pastor study, at kevinswan.org. First 10 people, you will get uh, this prize pack. Now, Jerry, in addition to the, to the uh, fish oil and in addition to the five-hour energy, you have some high-protein cereal uh, here. It looks like uh, Frosted Flakes, but uh, I'm assuming it's not quite like <laughs> Frosted Flakes. So help us to understand what's the difference between this and uh, regular Frosted Flakes that people may eat. Okay, now one of the things about different cereals like Frosted Flakes has a lot of sugar. And I always focus on anytime you do anything, you want a high protein, you want good fiber, which you can use as carbs, and you want low fat. Now, in this particular um, cereal, it's 25 grams of protein, and it has good carbohydrates. It has some sugar in it, but when you have the carb- when you have high protein, that helps with the absorption of the sugar. So that's the big difference from when you take um, stuff like Frosted Flakes. Those have a lot of sugar, don't have a lot of protein, don't have a lot of um, different things like that. So that high protein in this cereal makes a big difference. Got a question for you, uh- Jerry, this is John Young. Uh, for those listeners out there, I just uh, uh, I have a, a question that I believe some of our listeners might, might want to know because we hear all the healthy stuff and that kind of stuff. But, brother, does it taste good? Um, because, it, you know, it, it, it looks good, this berry crush plus C thing, you know, because I see blueberries and strawberries and stuff like that, cranberries and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, now... Am I am I sacrificing a whole lot of taste to do this, bro? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, we ain't gonna keep eating it if it don't taste good. You know, I mean, as long as you give it to us and it's free, we might sample it. But you know, we want to come back and and make this a consistent part of our diet. So help me out. Is it, is it good for real? Well, it depends on the individual. Now, if you used to a lot of sugar, it might taste a little bit bland. But also, what you can do, you can add like a juice to it. I mean, a fruit, 100 percent juice. Now. Like apple juice and those juice have a lot of sugar. So what you do is a little bit of juice, add water to that juice to thin it out. Because you know a lot of times when um, parents have kids, what they do is give them a little apple juice plus water. So that'll dilute the actual sugar from the um, apple juice. You don't want a lot of sugar. So you put a little of that. That'll give it flavor too as well. So you can base it on that. That way you can um, tolerate it and actually make it good for you without all the extra sugar. Once again, we're talking to. Jerry Good, certified fitness trainer, and we're almost out of time. He has a nice prize pack that he's giving away today. Fish oil, five-hour energy, uh, high-protein cereal, and some of these snacks that are, are high in antioxidants and are very helpful and actually good uh, to taste as well. We are looking for the first 10 people to email us at TPS. That stands for the Pastor Study, TPS at org. First 10 people to email us will get this prize pack. I also want to mention that you'll be speaking uh, this weekend. Uh, for those who want to come out and actually meet Jerry and hear his presentation in depth, tell us where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing. Okay, I will be at the um, Oyster Point um, in City Center this Saturday speaking to the um, teenagers. There's going to be a lineup of people. I'm going to post that on my website shortly, bodybyjg.com. Um, so it'll be up there shortly, but it's going to be in detail. Um, it's a city center, so and you can call my number at 412-9331, and I can go more in detail. But the Orson Point area and City Point, I want to give direct information. But, yeah, I'll be speaking there Saturday. Um, um, the teenagers, young teenagers from the ages of normally 13 to, to um, young adults to 25. So it's going to be from 7 to 3, and it's going to be a big event, and I'm going to speak to them about health and nutrition, also, the mindset of, of being successful. 
So come on out there and join us this Saturday. I think that would be a great event for each and individual. All right. Now, is there? Um, I, I know. I noticed you mentioned the. Uh, you, you're going to have the young people there and those kinds of things. Now, what about uh, what about our older people? Can they benefit from anything that you got going on there? Would Would you like us to invite our our uh, our more seasoned saints to come on out and participate in what you got going on? Yes, they can definitely come through because um, the key is the generational gap. We want to actually, the parents are the leaders, so they need to um, listen to what's going on with the kids as well so they can have that connection between each other. And that way, you know, if the parent's eating right, then the kid don't mind eating right. But if the parent not eating right and the kid trying to change, it's going to be back and forth. So that's good to know both of them on the same accord, and that's going to be great. We want to thank uh, Jerry Good. We are out of time. Had a great show today. Once again, if you did not hear the show in its entirety later on today, you can go to kevinswan.org. You need to listen to the opening interview. Tom Burrell, national author of the book Brainwashed, Challenging the Myth of Black Inferiority. He was on today, did a great job of really dispelling a lot of the things that plague our African-American community. And then also Jerry Good, certified fitness trainer, He was on giving out a nice, nice prize pack. Once again, the first 10 people to email us at our website will get this prize pack. You still have some slots left. That's TPS, TPS, which stands for the pastor study at KevinSwan.org. Once again, first 10 people to email us. Jerry will get in contact with you and he will get that prize pack to you. Trust me, you want to get this one. Has a lot of good uh, information and product in it. Uh, also, tonight we'll be fellowshipping. Ivy will be fellowshipping with First Baptist Church East End, uh, 3000 Jefferson Avenue in the city of Newport News for those who want to come out and hang with us uh, in Jesus' name. So, once again, on behalf of uh, Pastor John Young and Power Believers, a Christian Learning Center for Jerry Good, certified fitness trainer, even for Mr. Tom Burrell, we do encourage you again to get the book Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com or wherever you go to get books, ask for the book Brainwashed. We thank you for listening to another edition of the Pastor's Study. Until next week, be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Take care.